This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined today by two of my absolute favourite people in the whole entire world. So I have Nick. Hello. What a nice introduction. That that was... uh, that sounded like, um, you know, those tapes that you used to get that helped you meditate? <laughs> like in and the 90s. Hello. If you, remember, if you could remember to breathe in and then breathe out. I think you'd get a job in that. <laughs> nah, I'd invent to Cotley too quickly. It wouldn't work. <laughs> I love it. But I'm also joined by Chris Ripley. Dale! Is a day oh, <laughs> like home and he won't go home. That was also beautiful. Thank um, you. Aren't you home already? <laughs> Sorry? Aren't you home already? Well, yeah, I am, but I, I felt like going all Beetlejuice. Why not? Why not? Why We're not? so glad to have you back. We've missed you. Well, the thing was, I, I got burnt <laughs> out. I was on every single show in June. And... <laughs> Prickles, do not give me that. Do not give me that shit. Oh, I was on every podcast in June. Yeah, welcome to my world, mate. Welcome to every month of my life. I mean, I used to be on every podcast, but I can't remember the last time I was on Dis After Dark. Well, it's 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 got less good because of it. Let's be honest. So come on. Okay, let's start the show like we do every week with what we're drinking. And I'm going to go backwards. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking some Cherry Pepsi Max. Oh, are you sure you're not Nick? 
Oh, it's bizarro well tonight. I've nicked nicked, Nick's drink. (laughs) Have you spiked it with anything? Uh, No, I haven't. Oh, well, that's not true, Nick. Well, well, I mean, it could be true, I don't know. But it is bizarre, because I haven't got Cherry Pepsi Max. I have got uh, regular Pepsi Max. He looked at the bottle. Um, But I have just poured in some... What is this called? Ignis uh, Black Forest Vodka. Oh. Uh, That sounds fancy. Yeah, it was... Well, I mean, it came from Lidl's. But, I mean, saying that, like, you know, it always used to be a thing like, you know, supermarket alcohol is like, you know, not very good and stuff like that. But, like, a lot of the alcohol I buy from there is actually won awards. Oh. So, it's, it was actually an award-winning vodka. Um, so, yeah, so I thought, well, if I've got normal Pepsi Max, then I can, you know, spike it with some cherry-flavoured Black Forest uh, vodka. So, chin-chin. I mean, I feel like whatever I say next is never going to compare to how fancy that was. Mm. I'm drinking it out of one of those... Um, uh, you're eating at um, Cinderella's Royal Table, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I'm drinking it out of one of those blue goblets. Mm. I didn't steal it. Uh, we wanted to. Are you lying? No, no, no. We, um, I don't think you can still get them, but we actually bought them from a company called Hills in the UK. And they were about seven or eight quid a glass, so we didn't get. We bought a few, but not too many. Um, but they are identical, same colour blue. I mean, if they're not the same, they're very, very similar. So, are they like Halloween goblets? No, they're like. Actually, you see them in Friends. You see them in Friends um, every now and again. Uh, they're just like um, a, a weird blue colour. Mm. But no, not not really Halloweeny. I can't I can't say they're Halloweeny. Well, I mean, speaking of blue things, I'm drinking Bud Light. Hey, dearly, dearly. Yeah. Well, I am drinking my Bud Light out of a Halloween cup. It is a basically. I think I maybe said this on the last episode that a chain of shops in England is closing down, and they were basically selling off all of their Halloween stuff for ridiculously cheap. So I just bought one of everything that they had basically in four different shops what what, what chain was that it's bargain buys slash pound world oh yeah 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 but basically like halloween cups are like 30p yeah i we've got a pound world in my town and i'm going to a seaside town later this week and they have a bargain whatever it's called um so if that's still open, I will go in there. But funny enough, when I walked past the one in town today, they had Halloween hats. So they have obviously just got oh. a load of stock from last year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. So I'm drinking mine out of a delightful glass with blood all over it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, basically, we had something planned for this episode... But we're going to do that episode on a different day now, so we're rescheduling it. So, it's been very, very quiet in the theme park world the last few weeks. Which is surprising, because I honestly felt like when... Like, how long ago now did Toy Story Land open? 30th of June? Yeah. I expected the theme park world to explode with news. And it didn't. No. 
Like, why? Why is that? Do you think? Ripley. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, sorry, I mean, I mean, it's not. It's not you, but <laughs> you went. You went all Paxman there. <laughs> Ripley, Cambridge. Um, uh, well, um, I don't know. I just find no. it strange that, like, if if Disney is announcing an entire new, well, open an entire new land, surely that would have been the opportune time for Universal to announce something. Well, I think the found the Fountain show that they're bringing out, I would imagine that probably wasn't delivered on time. So I would have thought that probably would have been something to announce at the same time. I mean. It looks like a very delightful show, and we'll have Luke's full review of it, and I'm sure that's glorious. It looked amazing from what I've seen so far, but I'm doing that thing I did with Kong where I don't want to watch the entire thing, so don't want to spoil it for myself. But from what I've seen, it looks absolutely amazing. However, that doesn't compare with a land. As mm. much as I love Universal, I never say that anything they're doing is never going to compare with anything. You know, compare their show to a Disney show, but I, I was looking for a land announcement or a new theme park announcement. I was looking for some kind of big thing. Well, I think, Chris, we were talking about it a few... I mean, God knows what show, because all of them blur into one for me now, unfortunately. But <laughs> I know that when we was having um, the month of, of um, Rippledom, that uh, <laughs> at some point, um, I think you, you were convinced that Universal would make an announcement about something just as Toy Story Land was opening. Um, but it, well, as Boston said, nothing nothing happened. Well, I mean, as well as that, Halloween Horror Nights, they're, they're actually slow announcing that as well. Mm. So I don't really know what's up with Universal, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, honestly, for the last two weeks, like I've had people messaging me like, hey, do you want to get an announcement this week? And I was like... Well, obviously, because we've only got X amount of weeks left and we've got X amount of announcements left. So if they didn't, then we'd be going into September. So it's got to be now. And then nothing. And then this week just gone. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously it's going to be this week. And then nothing again. And I'm like, why? Well, even in the Facebook group, even in the Facebook group, people were turning around on Thursday saying, oh, what time do we think the announcement's going to be? You know, we thought it'd probably be about four o'clock UK time. You know, and we had people commenting on that post, you know, speculating about what it could be or what time it might be, and then it just the time came and went. Mm-hmm. Mm. Should we be worried? Is it that something's not going to plan? Well, I mean, they definitely got things have definitely evolved with what they're doing with their next project the next theme park that they're building um and it's such a volatile world that we live in now i mean by all accounts ground is being cleared as we speak so you know Mm. i don't know i don't know why they're behind i don't know i mean the thing is what you have to understand with universal is that their social media team now is quite large uh years ago there wasn't any social media their marketing team was pretty small but now it's quite a vast department and all of these things are planned well in advance. 
Nothing's random or left to chance. Mm. Everything is planned. Every single date is in the diary. When they're going to announce what, when, with whom, whereabouts. So the fact that these plans that they make change must be for a good reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking purely of Halloween Horror Nights, we've got Mike Aiello coming to the UK this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that about? Well, he comes every year. So he, he comes at this exact time pretty much every year and he comes and speaks with UK media and then either something gets leaked <laughs> or they announce something like around that time. Well, I plead the Fifth Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, like, because I saw this today that he's coming over, I thought, oh, this is a first. And then you're saying he does this every year. And then yeah. you're saying he does it to the media. Um, yeah. Just, just a little announcement and little kids, cover your ears. Just, just gonna say a few big words in a second. We're fucking media. <laughs> Technically, we are. We're content. We're content producers. We're content providers. The thing is, Nick, you're absolutely spot on because a lot of the media that he does sit down with in London are not going to be running articles about Halloween Horror Nights. If he's sitting down with the Mm -hmm. Mirror or the Scum or the Daily Mail, what are they going to say? I think last year he got one small article in the Scum. I think that there was... There was something on another news website that I remember seeing last year. I don't remember. It might have been Daily Mail, maybe. And I think that Attraction Tickets Direct were maybe there, too. Um, I think it's quite I a small group. Is it, too? But, <laughs> but it's just like... Um, I've always kind of wondered, like, why wouldn't you have, like... Not even just, like, talking about our podcast. Like, just in general, why wouldn't you branch out to content that actually covers horror events or theme park events. I obviously don't know any other um, UK-based Universal podcast, so I think we're the only game in town. Um, But, Mike, come on. You listening to this? I'm I'm off work next week. I've taken next week off. Okay, I'm not Boston, I get that. But, there is somebody (laughs) who, at the drop of a hat, if you tell me you'll give me ten minutes... On Thursday afternoon, or whatever day you, you're you're doing all this stuff to come and speak to us, I will be there, just like David Hasselhoff at the beginning of Baywatch. I will be there. <laughs> um, or the Jackson okay. Five, or whatever. So, I mean, that, that I've actually I've talked too much. Now I'm not going to get that invite. But honestly, if you want to give us five minutes of your time, I will sit down with you quite happily and fire off some questions because. That'd be amazing. So, balls in your court, sir. Yeah. So, he's he's here for a few days, and that's where he would usually tell UK media about what's going to be at the event this year, blah, blah, blah. An announcement usually follows pretty quickly if something hasn't already been leaked. I think maybe, not last year, the year before, was it Halloween that got... Mm, Not sure. I'm pretty sure that Michael Myers was at the event, the media event, and then someone had tweeted it out, and I was like, oh, girl. Oh, behave. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you don't mean that, Michael Myers, sorry. <laughs> no. No, not that one. <laughs> but then a few days later, Midsummer Scream is on, which 
Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood, you know, John Murdy always goes to that. But this year, I think this might be the first time that Mike Ayala has gone to, to it to do a panel. It is, yeah. I thought so. So he's going to be there at the end of the week. I think that's next weekend. And so usually doesn't John Murdy do an announcement there? Didn't yeah. he do the um, do a Scherzer announcement there last year? I think there'll probably be another Scherzer announcement. Uh-huh. But if they're both there together, then I'm feeling like maybe it could be that we're getting something a bit bigger. Or Hollywood might be announcing something that Orlando's already announced. <gasps> which is really boring. <laughs> the thing is, Universal have kind of... Wait, I, I don't even... It, what? what? <laughs> I can't well, even think I, of what I we've don't... had announced so far now. I've gone blank of what we've announced. Stranger Things. That's all yeah. they've been announced. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Is Stranger Things? Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Where did I put my paperwork? Hang on. Well, there's there's Chucky, there's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We obviously covered those in the last episode. Uh, there's the yeah. um. Oh, what's the what's the uh, the driving thing? Slaughter Cinema. There you go. So is that? It should definitely still be called Cin- Sinister Cinema because that sounds best. But best. that but that's only in Orlando at the moment. Yeah, I I think. The next announcement is probably going to be something to do with Bloomhouse. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. It's obvious that they're building something to do with Blumhouse in Hollywood because the facade, everyone can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it'd be quite easy for us to do it as well because we had it last year next to Men in Black. But I don't know how they can do it. That's that's what I was trying to say. The problem is, is that Orlando has gone all out in being AC's retro. Well, yeah. The problem is with Halloween Horror Nights, particularly with Orlando, is when even when they have a decent theme, not every house is going to fit that theme. But then you can't have a theme. Well, yeah. well, I think that they've done a very good job of not outwardly saying that it's a theme. Like he, Mike Aiello called it something different. I don't remember what he called it, but okay. they, I, I knew that like they, it was very much not saying it's a theme while still kind of saying that it's a theme. So I think that they've been careful with the wording about it. And I think that it's... Right, yeah. that I've been like, it's a theme. Everything I mean, is. I mean, Bloomhouse as well. I mean, we don't know what properties are going to be in that house, but there might be some of the films from the back catalogue that aren't set in the modern day, maybe. Maybe. Um, like, there's definitely been um, conjurings that are not set now mm-hmm. I get um, scared of of saying the conjuring too loud around Halloween Horror Nights why? in case of frightened Halloween Horror Nights and then they're like no not doing it anymore sorry I, I, I'd be shocked if, if if this isn't the theme so if we've got this wrong if they're not actually going to say the ace is a, is a theme for this Years Halloween Horror Nights. 
then surely the only thing they can announce is Halloween. Halloween what, though? The new Halloween. Well, that would be wishful thinking, Nick. <laughs> well, uh, that's the kind of guy I am. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's proper I'm, synergy, I'm though, isn't it? I'm hopeful about it, but it, I just feel it, like, no. It would be synergy, but doesn't necessarily mean that they've always done synergy. Right. Understood. Like, I know. As, as much I'm as I'd bit. really love it, I just don't. I just don't. Especially if that um, map was real, and that's gonna be the real layout. I just can't see the new Halloween going in the Shrek building. Is that the Halloween they got on the map? It just says Halloween. Okay. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't say what Halloween. It just it doesn't say it what just zombies says or John Carpenter's or Blumhouse. It just says Halloween. Oh. Hmm. How uh, disappointed would you be if it wasn't the new film? Well, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and I was like, honestly, as much as I'd really like it, I feel like. I wouldn't be disappointed at all if it was Halloween 3. I also wouldn't be disappointed if it was kind of a Halloween mashup house. Okay. What else wouldn't you be disappointed at? Um, if it was Rob Zombie's <laughs> Halloween? I don't, I don't want to say Rob Zombie because I feel like everyone would be like, oh my God, shut up. I like Rob Zombie as a person. <laughs> Would I'm not you... saying I really loved his Rob... Halloween. Well, he's I a like... big champion of Halloween Horror Nights, Rob Zombie. Well, every time that I say to someone, I, like, I am a funny person with horror films because I get that you like, you get people who are like, I only like a certain type of horror and blah, blah, blah. I like every horror film. There's, it's rare that I'll watch something that I'm like, I will never watch that ever again. I like... I think it's because I like people being creative and I like seeing work that people have done with something. So I can appreciate it on that level. And I'm like, I like like I like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I've liked Killer Clowns from Outer Space for a very long time. It's a terrible cheesy eighties film, but I I just like it. I just like scary films. Well, so's so- Mac and me, but you know, you're not gonna <laughs> see a a house about that. Um So how disappointed would you be if they skipped Halloween 3 right. and went to Halloween 4. Well, I also said this to someone the other day too, and I was like, I was like, as much as I feel as though a Halloween 3 house would be interesting, I feel like that's not something that they'd go to because I feel like not a lot of average horror fans or just average Horror Nights fans would have seen Halloween 3 and obviously because it has very little to do with the rest of Halloween films, people just wouldn't just wouldn't make that connection, I don't think. They'd be like, well, where's Michael Myers? So I feel like the smart thing for them to do would be to skip three and go to four. However, is that the, the best choice? I don't know. What about Halloween, the animated series? <laughs> we all remember that, don't we, from the 90s with its full What rock. about Halloween Town? As in? As in the Disney film Halloween Town. That's what I thought you were saying. (laughs) I mean, I'll go back to that comment I made on the last episode about 
not looking especially for divorce, but finding ways to make it happen. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Um, I, I, you know what? I mean, the thing is, like I said, it'd be good corporate synergy, but and I think this happened last year at Hollywood. Did they not do Happy Death Day last year at Hollywood? Mm-hmm. And that was before the film had come out. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think when I say corporate synergy is good, I don't necessarily think it's good if the film hasn't been released. So if Halloween was coming out in August, then I think that would be good for Halloween Horror Nights. But the fact that Halloween is actually coming out while the event is on, I think um, I think that probably means that it wouldn't work especially well. Well, last year when they had um, Insidious in the Blumhouse mm. house. Mm. That was based off of Insidious 4, which wasn't out yet. And then when we had Saw, that had a scene from the new Saw, which wasn't out yet. Mm. And they said that they were kind of like live trailers. They're not though, are they? Let's be honest. Now, I mean, honestly, no. But then, like, later on when I watched into this, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm. And I'll be honest, like, I mean, that Saw house was the only house that I was quite happy to only ever have to do once. I can still remember it now. I just hated it. I hated the whole thing. But then I'm... I suppose that's because I'm not a fan of the franchise. You know, I think the first two were, were pretty good. And then it was just... Right, let's make these incredible deaths. I mean, I'm not a big fan of, of the Saw franchise either, but I feel like if you were going to do the a house based on the new Halloween, mm. I think, again, going back to just the average guest mm. who isn't maybe super into horror films would, wouldn't really know the difference. Like mm. us super horror film fans who know Halloween scene by scene, know Halloween two scene by scene. Like we loved going through those houses, and we we knew what scenes we were walking into. But probably the just the average guest was just like, "Well, oh, my God, my sister's coming at me." Do you know what I mean? So I don't really feel like the average guest would would notice any difference. They'll see a Michael Myers mask and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, Halloween." I'm I'm gonna rip this episode wide open now. Okay. <laughs> I have never seen a whole Halloween. Doubt. But then, like the thing is, like I've not seen. Uh, uh, oh no! Sorry, I was gonna say I haven't seen a Friday the Thirteenth all the way through. I have. I've seen a few Friday the Thirteenth films actually, um, and I've seen. Um, I've only seen I think one or two Nightmare on Elm Street films. Um. I need to watch number two because people tell me number two is really good. But, um, yeah, I'm, I've never really been a massive horror fan. I can watch them if they're on. And I've watched some of the newer stuff. So like, I, I was made to watch The Babadook last year. I was told how amazing that film was. West. Fuck it. Okay, hell. I take it back what I said earlier. That is probably the only horror film that I've seen in the last maybe five or six years where I haven't been able to finish it honestly, honestly like why has he turned around to me and he was like oh have you have you seen Babadook and I was like no he's like oh it's on Netflix go and watch oh, 
I couldn't sleep afterwards. I was like, oh, bloody hell. I actually watched it at like six o'clock at night. Because I thought, oh, if I get really shitted up now, (laughs) at least I know I've got a podcast to record afterwards and then I've got a bit of downtime. So I thought, I'll watch it a bit early. I mean, I had the the curtains closed and stuff like that, so it was pretty dark. But I just sat there watching it and thinking, this is just bullshit. What's going on? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Very terrible. I don't get it. Um, But no, Halloween. uh, I, I think I saw some of Halloween. H2O, but I never oh. saw the originals. Wow. Yeah. It's you're shocking. Yeah, well, look, hey, look, you're talking to the person that didn't see The Shining until we'd gone to the house last year. <laughs> that is also very true. But I, lo- but I mean, I love The Shining. You know, I can see why it's held in such high regard. And has anyone seen Ready Player One yet? No. No. Oh my god. I'm gutted because I, everyone keeps telling me how amazing it is. <sighs> The second key will blow you away. Go oh, I'm and, excited. Go and see it. It's 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 now out in some places. So if you can find it, go and watch it. Um. Okay. So then, Chris. Mm. If it was going to be Halloween for. Mm. You mean it is? <laughs> when Halloween falls, there. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think people will react to that? Um, I think some may be disappointed it's not the new film. I mean, we are all assuming the new film's going to be good. Um, but I've heard sort of rumblings that perhaps people that weren't necessarily involved with the film but still have some creative control weren't happy um, about licensing it. But I don't know if that's true. Um, also, I mean, if they do this, it kind of sets a precedent in as much as next they've got to do Halloween five and then six and then, you know, all the other ones, zombies and, uh, reboots and things. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I quite like it when they take a film that's a bit random. If it's the theme, it's eighties. Um, I like it when they take a film and then recreate it, um, you know, exactly scene for scene like they do. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of on the fence. I would probably prefer it was the new one, but the new one is being produced by Bloomhouse. So who's to say that that isn't also in the Bloomhouse house? Well, that's that's kind of what I was thinking at first when I when I saw that map and I saw that there was the Blumhouse house. And Halloween on there, I was like, would they do both? If this was the new Halloween film, would they do both like that? Or would it be just one or the other because it's going to be the new Halloween? Mm-hmm. But then when we got the Halloween trailer and we got no announcement, I honestly stopped believing that we were getting the new one then. Yeah, yeah. So when people are talking about it now, I'm like, eh... no, I don't think so. The good news for me is, am I not right in thinking that the new Halloween film erases everything after Halloween 2? Yes. Or everything Halloween after 3. Halloween 1. After 1? Like, yeah. I thought I thought they'd kept a little bit from something else as well. No. Hmm. No. Mm-mm. Just straight after 1. Okay. But that, you know... 
Like in Halloween four, like Laurie's not even in Halloween four. Like they say that Laurie died. <laughs> so I and... feel like that that was the only way that they could do it because then it just got weird after like, oh, actually, you know what? She didn't die. I was gonna say because she was in H two O, wasn't she? Yeah. And Halloween exactly. was it Halloween eight as well? Yeah, like literally i think the story just kind of got a little bit away away with itself so i feel like doing it fresh from straight after the first one well not even straight after the first one but like going from that story instead was probably the only way that they could do it and do the story some justice i think and let's not even talk about the fact that you know halloween's own jamie lee curtis um almost got halloween horror nights cancelled no, she didn't. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> no, no, that didn't happen. Don't. I still get hate mail over I that. Just, I just from Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I just love opening that can of worms. I Jamie Lee Curtis. She's one of my favourite women. Oh, which there oh, are many. actually, speaking of Halloween, women? oh, um, John Carpenter is doing a tour around the UK. I think it's in like four dates. Mm. where he's going to perform songs from his most famous films. Yes. It's going to be very exciting. I think I'm going to go to two dates. Wow. I it's know, so, but I it's... tried to get meet and greet tickets, but the meet and greet ticket was like, it was like pushing £200. Um, but they were sold out, literally, in like a couple of hours. Mm. So I couldn't get the meet and greet, but I am very excited about it. I think it'll be very cool. But, stepping away from Halloween now, we've got how many houses left to announce? Six? Well, I mean, we haven't. Um, it's not our job. You might be given that job. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Mark, if you're listening. We have got one, two, three, four... Five six, or is that? Um, oh, am I looking at scare zones as well? Maybe. I'm I'm fairly certain at six. We've had Trick or Treat, Stranger Things, Slaughter Cinema. Yeah. And what? Wait, what's the fourth one? Oh, Dead Exposure. That's four, and there's ten. So yeah, there's six left. Yeah. And then how many weeks do we have left to the event? Uh, so we are. We've got one, two, three, seven, four, eight. five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's one a week if they miss two weeks out. So. I reckon they'll be announcing doubles. They're going to have to because how can they, like, they can't leave it that late. And you've got, have we got Scare Zones left to announce or are they all announced? No, they're all announced now. They're all announced, okay. But we still got a potential other show. Potential. Mm. Um, the six houses. And last year, if I'm not wrong, we'd had all the announcements by like third week of August. Mm-hmm. Second week, third week of August. Definitely like around mid August, we'd had everything. So I don't. I just don't know. There is, I think it's going to have to be doubles, or it's going to have to be here's the rest of the originals and do the IP as weekly. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's the way I can think that they'll be able to do it in time. But anyway, enough Halloween Horror Nights. I appreciate that we talk an awful lot of Halloween Horror Nights every single week on the podcast, and we're not just a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. But this time of year is when everything else in the theme park is very, very quiet. Well, because everything's geared towards Horror Nights. The thing is, I'm not saying we've got complaints, because that's that's wrong. But I do know that there are people that skip episodes because of the Halloween Horror Nights content. Um, and it's just that it's not interesting to them. And I, and I totally get that. And to be honest, the people I'm speaking to about this right now, I'm not even listening this far into the podcast. Um, but if you have made it this far, the fact, the simple, the simple fact is, is that there isn't any news. So we could either not produce any episodes for months, um, and release Halloween Horror Nights like episodes on a different feed or something or we just try and find something that we can talk about um so i do i do share your pain the only thing i will say is that we do try and make it as entertaining as possible so we do try and and talk about it a bit more than i think other podcasts might do but i get it i i get why it might not be your cup of tea but blame universal if they've got nothing for us to talk about what are we supposed to talk about I mean, I could t- I could tell you about the um, barbecue area in the queue of Fast and Furious. Well, you haven't, so. Um, there's bottles of Coronas on there. Ha <laughs> uh, Yeah, but what that you can buy? No, the pretend. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've got. Gosh, it's a snow slow news week. <laughs> It's, couple of it's, I, I really want like the only news really is news that Luke has covered for us that I want Luke to personally deliver <laughs> so when Luke is on next week Luke will tell us all about this news and we won't well we will talk about Halloween all right I'm not gonna lie but we will also talk about a lot of other things but let's play a little game do you want to play a little game I was just waiting <laughs> that and I was really hoping that you were going to do it <laughs> it's almost like a ridiculous tick like it's just like so I was saying to Craig last night we recorded um, either the best or the worst episode of Ego you'll ever hear Craig was smashed um, it went off Watch on you. so many tangents you wouldn't believe um, <laughs> it, I mean it was the most random episode of a podcast I've ever been involved in but the only thing that didn't didn't make no sense at all was i was talking about the fact that i saw in my town mormons and every time i see mormons in my head i go hello my name is elder price because i burst into the book of mormon whenever i see mormons and luckily i can do that internally oh it's it's like the opening song from the book of mormon but that's how it starts um and obviously you know all mormons are elder whatever their surname is um, so whenever I see a Mormon, I, I start going into the first song from the Book of Mormon. But luckily, I can control myself enough that I just do it internally, rather than embarrassing everyone involved. Wow. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah, well, am I? I think there's a lot of things I could be. Crazy's probably pretty far down on that list, to be honest. <laughs> okay then let's play keep replace or refurb so i had this lined up for the last episode that we did but 
Was it just me and you, Nick? Uh, no, we had Luke last time. We did have Luke last time. Oh, I think that me and you just talked for too long that then we didn't have time. No, but... oh no, we had a list of questions. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did that instead. Okay, well, we're going to play this now, and then I'm going to announce the winner of the Krampus giveaway. So you've got to stay tuned now until the end so you can hear whether or not you've won. Yeah, because if you don't claim it, you can't have it. Yeah, that is true. Okay, so I had said last time that this episode of it was going to have a theme, and the theme of this one is water rides. Ooh. And this is hard because you're probably only going to get rid of more than one, and you can't. Because that's not how it works. Nope. No, it is not. So you have to keep one, you have to replace one, and you have to refurb one. So we have Dudley Do Right's Rips or Falls. We have Popeye and Bluto's Build Rap Barges. Mm-hmm. And we have. Jurassic Park River Adventure. Oh. I know. It's very tough. This is easy. (laughs) Oh, is it? This is easy. (laughs) You have to keep two. (laughs) It's easy. It's easy. (laughs) I don't believe Someone, I think, is campaigning to go first. Okay, well, Chris, okay, then in that case, which one are you going to refurb? Um, you're going to refurb Jurassic Park into Jurassic World. Interesting. <laughs> Controversial. Yeah, it's not where I was thinking you were going, actually. Oh, well. Right, why? Because you got to be down with the kids so they don't know what Jurassic Park is. Hey, it's a good point, Amanda. I mean, you really... Just really, but what? Like, how would you do it? Like, what would you do? Because you can't, you can't replace anything in it. It's the same dinosaurs. Just put stick blue in it. Yeah, just paint everywhere that's red. Just put blue. Um, <laughs> put some, put some. Um, you know, uh, what do you call him? Uh, Star Lord Andy from Park <laughs> and Rex. I love him. Did you see? Did you see what? I oh, know. Do you guys follow me on Instagram? Uh, oh my so. god basically jason momoa got his picture taken with chris pratt and my head exploded like they are my jason two favorite momoa again aquaman oh like i love them both so much like the only thing that possibly could have made that any better was chad from newfound glory turning up as well <laughs> i was like wow anyway yeah Put Chris Pratt in. I love Chris Pratt. I'm down for that. Anything else that you'll add to it? <laughs> just call it Jurassic. Just cross out well, the fucking right world. Yeah. yeah. Get a little tin <laughs> of blue paint. Just paint the top of the raptor's head. <laughs> uh, honestly, oh this God. stuff writes itself. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Nick. Um. Oh, and also, Chris, you can paint the T-Rex white. I know, no, the T-Rex was the same, wasn't it? I was thinking a bit about the Indominus rate. Anyway, so what I would refurb, mm-hmm. I would refurb Dudley do rights. Right, why? Uh, two reasons. Firstly, never done it, don't care for it. 
second reason is because the reason I've not been on it is because I know what that ride should have been. So Mm -hmm. they basically run out of budget is what I've read. And so they had to really cut back on what they did with the rest of the ride. So it was going to be like, um, you know, things on the indoor section that were going to kind of expand on the ride and they had to cut all of that out of the budget. So Mm. you're left with a very bare bones attraction. This is just what I've been told. Okay. So you're left with quite a bare attraction. Um, so for that reason, I would refurb Dudley Do Right. And then I would go on it. <laughs> and then you would go on it. Mm. Okay. So I would also refurb Dudley Do Right. And I would make it have a theme that was actually relevant in 2018. And this would involve me refurbing all of that area. Oh, that's a bit of a cheat, though, isn't it? No, it's my game. I can do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel that Dudley Do Right, I didn't, like, I kind of knew of Dudley Do Right, but only from having trips to America. Otherwise, like, just... If, I, if I'd never gone to America before, I would have had no idea who Dudley Do-Right was. Yeah, it's it's not... It's a bit like... I know, I know they haven't got an attraction there, but it's a little bit like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad knew who Rocky and Bullwinkle were, so he obviously showed it in the 60s. But when we were growing up in the 80s, or in your case, the 90s, there wasn't any Rocky and Bullwinkle, there wasn't any Dudley Do-Right... So, most of the characters in that area mean absolutely sweet FA to us. The only one that does is Popeye. Mm. I mean, yet to, like, around our age, but what if, like, in two or three years' time, I want to take Ash's baby... And I'm like, hey, oh, well, you know, he'll still be too young then. But say he was like five or six now, he wouldn't have a clue who Popeye was. Never mind what they do, right? Like, he wouldn't know who either of them were. Yeah. And that's my problem with it is that these are like, all three of these rides are pretty long rides anyway. So they're taking up like a chunk of your day by the time you've queued and then being on it. And then I genuinely think, even though I'm not. I like water rides, but I like water rides where I don't get wet. Yeah, same. Like, I like Jurassic Park because, I mean, it's a bit hit and miss whether or not you get wet, but for the most part, you're not going to get soaked on it. But if you go on Dudley Do Rights or you go on Build Rap Barges, you may as well have just jumped in a pool, and I don't like that. So if it was going to be, you know, I love the effect on Dudley Do Right, where you see it go underneath the, the little shack thing and then it pops back up and there's all the water spraying. If that was to spray in a way that it was an effect and you wouldn't actually get that soaked, I'd be more inclined to go on it. Yeah. I think it's a very good ride and I think it looks really cool, but if it was themed to something, even like, I know that this couldn't happen because Zeus Landon is on the other side of the park. But, you know, in 
I'm going to get hate for this too, but the live action Cat in the Hat, I love that film. And there's a part of it where it's a water ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That would that would work very well, I think. Mm. Like, I'm not saying let's move Zeus Landon to Toon Lagoon, but something along those lines. Even if they were going to... Like, I haven't seen Secret Life of Pets, so I don't know if there's anything in that that could fit in. Uh, they're in the, they're, they go in the sewers for a little bit, but... I wouldn't not say, know. but then they're making a, they're making a second one. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I think I said before about making that a trolls attraction because although there's no water in that, I mean, there's no there's it's not like Dudley Do Right is is known for a log flume. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you can just make a story around it. I don't think it matters too much, but um, yeah, I I don't know if they're gonna use that space for DreamWorks or if they're going to wait for the third gate for DreamWorks but they need to do I think they need to do something with that area certainly hmm well I definitely think that if if it was just free themed something relevant and they took away how soaked you got yeah more people would want to go on it and it would look nicer and be a little bit more attractive so I would refurb it to Anything DreamWorks, Trolls, whatever. Just something that's relevant. Speaking so, of relevant... Yeah. Chris Ripley. Oh, Aww. what a kind compliment. What would you... Should I do keep next or replace? replace. I'll do replace. What are you going to replace? Dudley Do-Right. Oh. For all the reasons you just mentioned, because nobody has a clue what it is. You have to be older than 73 to know what it is. <laughs> and then you're too it's old a, to ride anyway. Exactly. It's a rubbish ride. Well, uh, it got well, worse when they on. changed the little boats you go in. Sorry, well, what? Well, hang on. Right, You said like you have to be 73 to know. You do, yes. You're, but surely everyone's favourite actor at Universal Studios, Brandon Fraser... Or Brendan Fraser was in the live action version, which nobody saw. Well, yeah, make no money. Yeah, it's true. I didn't um, see that. I I've, in all my years, I've never even seen the cartoon. Um, they never finished building the damn thing. It's rubbish. The seats are rubbish. Yeah, you get too wet. It's a massive footprint of land. They could knock it down and build Jurassic World. Do it. <laughs> right. Okay then. <laughs> I like it. Nick? Um, I'd replace Popeye. Okay. I would replace it with concrete. <laughs> fill the whole shitty thing in. Hate it. Hate it for passion. Uh, I've never got... I mean, so like, you like you, Amanda, and I mean, I know you talked before about one of the reasons you like to stay on site is because you can... You have those days with your sister where you go out, no makeup, haven't done your hair, so you hit the water rides, can go back change dry off put your slap on hit the parks because you can't do that one you you know if you spend time making yourself look even more pretty than i imagine you are without makeup on then oh thanks i have to assume uh (laughs) (laughs) but you know the thing is you can't do those kind of rides without the fear of that happening i did popeye the first time i went to universal and got absolutely drenched and said, so I'm mm-hmm. never going on it again. The second time I went to Universal, I got dragged back on it wearing a poncho, thinking I've learnt my lesson. 
didn't stop me getting soaking wet. I hate... Ponchos do nothing. I hate the feeling of being that wet that your your clothes stick to you. I hate it. And I know that it's hot in Orlando, and it is hot, and you will dry off quicker than you will that in most places, but even with that, I don't like being that wet. So no. that is why I hate Popeye, and that is why it has to go. The thing is, though, as well, is that it's a tr- it's treated water. So even when it does dry, it smells. Yeah. And it feels really weird. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever tried to buy replacement underwear in the park, but it's very hard. Do you mean those edible ones from the, the vending machine? I mean, they don't even sell them. <laughs> Like, it was just very, very, very hard. And I, this was a time when I was like, well, let's let's just try it. Let's just go on it. Worst decision of my life. I threw such a strop that first time that I had to go and buy new shorts because I was so moody about it. And I wasn't getting dry quick enough, so I had to go and buy some, some shorts. That I've got no idea what ever happened to those shorts. Um... I must have left them there at the end of the holiday or something, but I had to go and buy like $25 shorts just mm-hmm. so I had something dry to wear. It annoyed That's me it. that much. I just don't, I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, and I'm going to replace Popeye for the exact same reason because even though I think you get an, a ridiculous amount of soaked undoubtedly do right, it, it doesn't even compare to how wet you get on Popeye. Like there is not one part of you that's dry on Popeye. Yep. And it's just, you think that you're not going to get any more wet, and then you go under a giant waterfall, and then the boat tips to the side, and then all the water gushes in from the sides, and it's just non-stop being absolutely obliterated by water, and it's not nice, it's not comfortable. I'm not a big raft ride kind of person anyway, because I feel like it's rare that I'm going to be in the park with 10 people. Mm. So that means that I have to sit in a circle with probably eight people that I don't know. All looking at each other, saying, who's going to get wet? Who's going to get wet? All of us are going to get wet. None of us are going to be dry. And you think you're going to put your stuff in the middle, in that little middle circle bit, under the cover, still going to get soaked. Yep. I don't like it. I'm not... I mean, I like the Robin Williams Popeye a bit. I have not watched that for a long old time, but see, like, I feel like I liked it a bit when I watched it years and years ago. Not enough to say, "Hey, yeah, let's have a ride about Popeye." And again, both of those things take up a gigantic space. Gigantic. Mm-hmm. If we were to get rid of all of that area. And all of the rest of Toon Lagoon, imagine the possibilities of what we could have. And honestly, if if they were to close that entire area down, I don't think it would make any difference to the rest of the park while they were doing construction. So, on that basis, I am going to say, get rid of Popeye and put something else there instead. I like where we were going with Jurassic World, but I do feel at the same time, like, if we would have the gigantic section of Jurassic World, then we'd have Kong 
and then Jurassic Park. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't feel like that would work very well. I also don't, as much as I was saying, Secret Life of Pets could replace Dudley Do, right? I don't know if I'd be down to have a whole Secret Life of Pets area. Maybe I'd be okay with a whole DreamWorks area, but then I'm like, I like big rides. And Dudley Do Right is a thrill ride. Mm. Popeye's kind of on the verge. Mm-hmm. So we'd need to have another kind of thrill ride to replace either of those two. Unless we're going to do like, uh, is How to Train Your Dragon DreamWorks? I think mm. that it is. Mm. Dragons? How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah. Okay, so then if they were going to do like a ride based off of that, that could potentially be like a thrilly can ride. But then I imagine they'd just do something similar to Flight of the Hippogriff for that. Or Flight of Passage. That is true. I didn't think. That's what I'm, I'm stealing it. That's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> that's my answer. That's what I'm replacing it with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to Keith. Chris Ripley, what are you keeping? Uh, Popeye, because... Um, You're insane. It's a, it's a good top ride. It's better than anything Disney's got. It's fun. Oh, hang on. Are you saying it's better than the equivalent ride at Animal Kingdom? Yes. Yes, it is. No. Chris um, Ripley, can I just tell you something? Mm-hmm. When we're on holiday, right... I am going to hold your bags and I'm going to make you ride Popeye. Well, I didn't say I wanted to go on it. Well, no, you think it's a good yeah, ride. So go I am oh. going to stand outside while you ride on Popeye and you are Rick. going to have the best ride of your life. Because you wanted to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your other reasons for keeping it? Um, because the other two fitted the question better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, Nick. <laughs> um, so I've got to keep Jurassic Park. And you know what? I mean, Chris is right in that, you know, we, we've got a generation now that will care more about Jurassic World than they will do Jurassic Park. Although I'm not convinced after Fallen Kingdom that'll be the case. But regardless... I think we live in a world, and we've talked about this far too much, where we're losing all these classic attractions. And Jurassic Park in itself wasn't an opening day attraction for obvious reasons. You know, it was an opening day attraction for Islands of Adventure, but it wasn't an opening day attraction for Universal. But we've lost so many IPs from classic films that I think, whilst I would like to see them do something with Jurassic World there... um, I'm quite happy for them to keep Jurassic Park as it is. And we're seeing a change over in Hollywood. That's closing Mm -hmm. down uh, next month, isn't it? It's closing down in September. Um, And and that will become Jurassic World. And I'll be interested to see what they do. But if I'm honest, I think they're doing that because they haven't got the space. I think Florida, Orlando, they have got a third gate that they're looking to build. They've got a place they can put Jurassic World in. So I think that means that they keep Jurassic Park as is. Mm-hmm. 
I very much agree with what you've said. I also really, really enjoy Jurassic Park. Hmm. I think it's a very, very good ride. Don't get me wrong. I think that the dinosaurs need a little bit of a spruce up. Yeah. And, you know, it probably does need to go down for a few months for some maintenance. But seeing as that's not the rules of the game, we can't reverb it. <laughs> if that's the best out of the bunch, and I would keep it as it is. I think that it's a scary ride. It's terrifying when that T-Rex comes down at the drop. The drop's gigantic. Well, and, Spielberg won't go on it, so... Well, that makes me tougher than Spielberg. Yep. And, you know, despite the absolute gigantic tidal wave effect, you don't actually get that soaked on it. So it's a ride that I can enjoy each day that I'm there. I think it's fun. I enjoy riding it. I don't enjoy riding it when I'm sat next to much larger people than me because I am only tiny. And if I'm sat next to anyone over five foot six, the bar doesn't come anywhere near me and I feel like I'm going to die. But that just adds to the thrill. So I would very, very much keep Jurassic Park River Adventure with my updates. So... Anything else that you want to add about any of those? By the, oh, actually, yeah. By the way, all three of those rides are 19 years old. Jeez Louise. I know. Yeah. i got some breaking news, though. Oh, have you? Yeah. It's not Universal related. It's Disney related, though. Okay, go. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming 2 is filming right now, right this second, in Bethnal Green. Where's Bethnal Green? Bethnal Green, um, East London. Yeah, East London, mate. Come on now. Why? Um, like, as in, it's going to be set in London, or there's a studio there? It's set in London, and they're filming it in London. Wow. And also, uh, somebody has spotted Samuel L. Jackson with his eye patch in London. Oh. So, yeah. That is interesting. Hmm. I could have gone down there if I wasn't recording this podcast. Mm. Should we go, Nick? Mm, no, you can't go now. because I need to announce the winner. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Of the Krampus. Okay. So, I've been thinking Krampus. about the fairest way that I can pick a winner. And I was looking at number generators, and I was thinking of just closing my eyes and pointing at somebody. But then I decided that the fairest way of me doing it would be if I did an ip-dip-dip. <laughs> America uh, listeners, you have, will have no idea what I'm talking about, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> However, I've got a list of people. I wrote people down. I'm going to do a nip dip dip, and then whoever lands on is going to be the winner of the Krampus. And then what you'll need to do is direct message me your address, and I will send you the Krampus along with some other little surprises. Like so she will stalk you. <laughs> Prepare to be stalked because I will be outside of your house. <laughs> so, on that note, Ip dip dip, my blue ship, sailing on the water like a cup and saucer. O U T spells out. Phil Edwards, you're the winner. Oh, yoy! Yeah. Well done. Well done, Phil. Fill your pockets on Twitter. 
I think that's your Instagram name too. I think it's your name on everything. So direct message me your address and I will send you the glorious Krampus pop vinyl. Did I do the Ip Dip Dip right? It's been a long time since I've thrown Ip Dip Dip. Oh, well, I mean, it, it was much cleaner than the ones I used to do. So Yeah, uh, we, we're from the south. As are like Ip Dip Dog. Oh, shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's how ours yeah. go. So, yeah. Yeah, you're very good. Like, was making it towards the end, and I was like, no, I thought, I'm fairly certain this is the right way of doing Ip Dip Dip. It's too late now. You've announced the winner. So. I know. Too late, Phil. You are the winner. I hope that you really enjoy your Krampus. It looks absolutely delightful if you take it out of the box. I don't. I went through a phase where I was like, I've never taken any of my pop vinyls out of boxes. They're all going to stay in boxes forever. And then I was like, actually, so many people have pop vinyls now, and there's so many of them that I feel like they're not going to be worth any any money in like 20 years. Well, if I kept the box. I, for Father's Day, I'm, I'm really awkward to buy for because I'm one of those kind of people where if I see something I want, I'll just pick it up. I'm terrible oh, like that. Nick. Nick, I'd be just like, here, here's another vinyl nation. Happy birthday. You'd be the <laughs> easiest person in the world to buy for. Oh, mate, I don't know. I've bought a vinyl nation in about five years, but it certainly would have been me a few years ago. But um, my wife had turned around and said, like, uh, she, wanted, she, she was going to buy me the Tron Lego set and then found out that I bought it. Now, I, I, I literally only bought it because they were so hard to find. I saw it and I had to buy it because I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it again. So she said, what else do you want? So I said, well, here's a, here's a few things. And I and one of them was like a Tron pop vinyl, and I said, "Look, I said I know what I do with my pop vinyls, but if the kids are buying me this for Father's Day, I will open it. I said it will be on display, and you know, fine." So she ordered me one from I think it was Pop in a Box. Other places are available to pop pop vinyls, but when I opened it, I got the chase. She hadn't paid for the chase, but there was obviously a chance you got a chase one. And so I got the Chase Tron. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can't open that. <laughs> so I'm mm. going to buy the standard Tron now to, to open it and have that on display for the kids. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, I opened pretty much all of mine. The only one that I haven't opened yet is my Demogorgon one. Well, this is the only thing I, I was thinking I'll say about Pops, right? Like, so things like Demogorgon, my Tron, the one, Chris, that you picked up earlier before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Those pop vinyls are perfectly fine to get out of the box because you know exactly who they are. Like, they're very, very obvious. But when you get pop vinyls, especially from, like, some films and some TV shows, they can look so generic, I think it's actually quite hard to tell what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I do think sometimes they do benefit being in the boxes, not for the value they may or may not be worth in the future, but because when you take them out of the box, you're like, who was that again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you're not going to have this problem with your Krampus one. This one's exactly. That's a perfect one. You're not going to get confused with what that is. Or... Exactly. But I haven't seen many Krampus ones. Like, whenever I've been trying to find them, I don't know what it's like now, but when they first came out, it was quite hard to find. I've never seen one in public. I, I don't think I've seen one out in a shop anywhere. Um, but it looks really, really cool. And if you if you do take out of the box, it has like a little a little sack on the back with a little kid in it. It's really funny. Huh. I really <laughs> like it. So it's probably worth taking out of the box. But you don't have to, Phil. You can do whatever you want to because it's your pop vinyl. So I will get that sent to you. 
as soon as you've DM'd me your address. Anything else that you guys want to talk about really quick before we finish? Nope. No? Okay, so the next episode that we do will be Luke's review of Cinematic Celebration. Hoping to get a guest on as well to talk about Cinematic Celebration. And then hopefully we'll have some Halloween Horror Nights news and maybe some other news, hopefully. Um, Luke's going to have a video of Cinematic Celebration out probably by the time this episode goes live. So head over to the Universal After Dark slash After Dark Podcast Network YouTube to check them out. And if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, please do because we have such fun conversations in there. We do. We do. And And everybody can interact with each other. mm, We do. We get that as well, which is good. It's what you want from a Facebook group uh, because sometimes you don't get that. Um, The only thing I was going to say, Amanda, was um, I know that we're probably going to be a bit quiet this month. I know we've got Luke's thing and you're trying to get someone interviewed, but I, you know. August is a time when I'm sure even our listeners are, are probably going on holiday and stuff like that. So um, we will still be releasing stuff this month, but it will probably be at a slower pace than you are used to. So it's even more important for you to hit that subscribe button. Yes, agreed. Definitely. So it cost you anything to subscribe, but it just makes sure that you get the episodes on the go because a lot of the time especially with things like announcements or like breaking news we won't always release the episodes on a specific day we try to but a lot of the time we can't if, if something's kind of breaking we can't do it it needs to be done straight away so if you're subscribed you just won't miss them so that's the best option and, and... carry on nick you go first no, Ladies I was... first. <laughs> <laughs> um i was just going to say on that note that we're also and we put a thing in the facebook group a few days ago we're going to do like um about 10 questions from listeners um and and everybody involved in the podcast is going to do the same thing so we're asking for 10 questions and then what we're going to do is we're going to have the same 10 questions and it's going to be um just that member of the team answering those questions so they're going to be much shorter podcasts um I think it's just a way of us um, kind of you, you seeing you learning a bit more about us as, as individuals and how we differ from each other and our likes and dislikes. So um, we haven't got 10 questions yet. I think we've got about seven or eight. So um, if you hear this, then please, um, you know, go in a Facebook group or on Twitter and, and suggest a question and, and we'll include it. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be going out on here as well as Diz After Dark or they're just going out on Diz After Dark so if you don't subscribe to both please subscribe to both or if you don't normally listen to Diz After Dark you might want to start subscribing for that reason Uh and also we've had two suggestions for podcast episodes and they are on my list as well for this month so they will be going out being recorded and going out this month if you've suggested something I've taken it on board so we will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. We super appreciate it, and I love everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Auf Wiedersehen. Goodbye. I, 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 I love some people. <laughs> I can't be as enthusiastic as I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm just, some people annoy me. 
Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for your continued support. Recording in progress. Someone say something. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Where was Chris there? I was waiting for the third hello. 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 <laughs> it's like Disney Brett. <laughs> it's like the barbershop quartet. Oh, we're not that rubbish. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No, no. Hang on. I'll do my Disney Brett. <laughs> and Disney we are. And we are live. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay.